0: Welcome to the Thriving in the Kingdom podcast with me Vincent Kodongo. This is a place where you learn how to operate in the Kingdom of Heaven with optimal fruitfulness through the application of its principles. We have been speaking about the path of purpose and uh, we have covered uh, five stages of the path of purpose. Just to give you a recap, the first stage is for knowledge and predestination. The second is strategic positioning for formation. The third is progressive revelation of your purpose. Uh, the fourth is training for your kingdom assignment, and the fifth is the season of testing, uh, which uh, some people call the season of uh, the wilderness season, or that's what that's what I also call it, or the waiting season, or the season of uh, the silent room, uh, the waiting room rather, and or the silent season. So having uh, discussed the season of testing, today we move on to the sixth stage on the path of purpose. And uh this is the, the stage that most people uh uh most sermons are based on and most uh people look forward to. We're not uh, so enthusiastic about the training, the testing, <clears throat> and because of also uh it's difficult from a human nature. Uh however, uh you have to be prepared and you have to be tested before you can be used. Uh Heather Lindsay uh Um, A lady minister in the U.S. said uh, this in her book, The Silent Season. He says that God does not test us in order to reward us. God tests us in order to use us. So if you are going through a test, you have to come to the realization that uh, uh, it's it's not just about the reward that you're going to get, the position. It's not just about you. You are created with a a specific assignment in mind uh, with a specific purpose that God had in mind. And what is purpose? Purpose is the original intent of a thing. So so when you discover your purpose, you have to be prepared, you have to be tested, and then you come to a place where you begin to fulfill it. So the sixth stage on the path of purpose is ascent onto the strategic platform of destiny. Ascent ascending like ascending ascent onto the strategic platform of destiny some people call it the season of manifestation or the fulfillment of the prophecy <clears throat> so uh in uh, this is a glorious season you see that's why people like it it's a glorious season in which uh there are five things that i've listed that happen uh the the first uh, the first is a it's a glorious season in which the fulfillment of the prophetic over your life or the prophetic word over your life starts unfolding there's a prophecy that God will have given you about where you are going, like the way he gave uh joseph the the prophetic dreams about what his destiny was going to be, or the way there were so many prophecies about Jesus before he arrived and about how he'll become the messiah uh or the way the Moses had an inclination that he was uh, called, that he was uh, wired to be a deliverer. So when it seems like uh, things are not, uh, this prophecy will never happen, like in the wilderness. What you just know that you are still in the season of testing. However, when you come into this uh, season of ascent or the, the season of manifestation, the season of ascent to the, the platform of destiny, of rising to the platform of destiny. It's a season of the uh, that that in which the fulfillment of the prophecy of your life begins unfolding. <clears throat> it's also a season in which uh, the second thing that happens is God opens the door to a highly strategic opportunity, which could be a position. Huh? So it would be a highly strategic opportunity. Uh, opportunity to fulfill your purpose. The third thing that uh, happens in this season is that you move from obscurity to prominence. Remember one of the tests we spoke about was the obscurity test and we say that most of the tests that you go through in the wilderness season, uh, they happen in obscurity and you may want to bring out, to to come out, to showcase your gifts, yet God wants to work on you and to, to refine your character, your capacity, your worldview your fruitfulness. Uh, So after waiting and after passing that test, so in this season of ascent to the strategic platform of destiny is a season when God moves you from obscurity to prominence with great impact. So you come out with great impact. If you move out before your time, you'll not have the kind of impact that you're supposed to have. The the fourth thing that happens uh, uh, when you transition onto the strategic platform of destiny is that in this season is that you begin to enjoy the supernatural harvest from the seeds sown during the season of testing or the season of training and testing. These seasons of training and testing, you see, all those investments that you made in, in personal development, in learning the word, in mastering the area of your purpose, the knowledge in that area, uh, in the, the all those prayers and fastings, that you had during the the season of the wilderness as you're trusting God for the fulfillment of your prophecy and as you are just growing in him and building up yourself in the spirit all the financial seeds that you sowed in obedience to God's instructions the sacrificial service in faithfulness uh, the endurance through all those tests and the waiting all those are seeds all those are seeds and so now you, are, you transition into a place where you harvest the seeds. So if you're in a season of testing, don't waste that season. Keep sowing the seeds. Keep, keep the prayers high. Keep the investment in the word high. Keep the investment in service high. Learn everything you can learn. Because where you are going, you're going to harvest up what you have sown. <clears throat> you don't reap what you have not sown. The fifth uh, thing that happens in this season is that this is a season in which there is a radical shift in the nature of responsibilities in your life. You move from the level of responsibility that you had to a higher dimension. And the shift of of the nature of responsibilities in terms of the level and the weight. So you'll find that this is a, a, a season in which you will become busy. And you will be handling bigger things, maybe even things that you never imagined that you could handle, because of the kingdom assignment for which you are being prepared. Because God is preparing you for a very high position, and maybe you are even beginning to experience this in uh, this kind of transition happening. Uh, the transition and lifting from the uh, from the season of testing, the wilderness season, to the strategic platform of destiny is supernatural it is not something that you work hard to push yourself into god orchestrates it so it's orchestrated by god with your cooperation it is not something that you try to fight to to have god opens the door for you and places you there as you heed to his prompting <clears throat> and we're going to see a number of uh, examples of scriptures of uh, the people who went through this transition onto the the, the the onto the platform of destiny the people were ascended onto their platform of destiny Uh, The first one is Joseph. So we we look at uh, in Psalms uh, 105 uh, from verse 16 to uh, 22. This is what the scripture says. It says uh, concerning God, it says, He called down famine on the land and destroyed all their supplies of food. And he sent a man before them, Joseph, sold as a slave. They bruised his feet with shackles. His neck was put in iron till what he foretold. Came to pass. That's the prophetic word of his life, till the word of the Lord proved him true. The prophecy. Here. The king sent and released him. That's Pharaoh, the ruler of, of peoples, set him free. He made him master of his household, ruler over all he possessed, to instruct his princes. Uh, as he pleased and teach his elders' wisdom. So you see, Joseph is shifted from in the prison where he was a prefect and now he's being made the second in command in Egypt. He is made to teach his ruler, the, 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 the princess' wisdom, to, to teach the elders' wisdom and to instruct princes as he pleased, as the scriptures say. So he was pulled from the place of obscurity in prison to a place of prominence. He was pulled to a place where his responsibilities shifted. So he came to that season of the platform of his destiny. He came to a place where the prophecy of his life was fulfilled. And the door was opened supernaturally by God. How was the door opened? When Pharaoh had a dream, if you go back to Genesis, you find that Pharaoh had a dream that could not be interpreted. And and, uh, the person... Uh, the cupbearer whose dream Joseph had interpreted in prison remembered him after two years and now uh, told Pharaoh about him and Joseph was called and he was presented before Pharaoh and Pharaoh uh, received the interpretation and saw the wisdom that Joseph had even in explaining uh, uh, through a 14-year strategy of how they would survive the years of plenty and the years of famine. See, so that's the first uh, illustration. The second illustration is uh, none other than the Lord Jesus himself, God the Son. So, when Jesus, uh, in Luke chapter 4, had gone through the wilderness and he had the last test, whereby uh, uh, he was tempted by the devil, uh, there are three types of tests presented. And now, verse 14 says this. And Jesus now comes from the wilderness. He says, Jesus, uh, Luke chapter 4, verse 14. It says uh, Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through the whole countryside. Verse 15, he taught in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. I continue all the way to verse uh, uh, 22. It says, uh, he went to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day he went into that synagogue, as was his custom. And he stood up to read, to read. The, the, the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to, buy, to proclaim freedom for the prisoners to, and recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll and gave it, uh, gave it to the attendant and sat down. The eyes, were, the, eyes were, uh, the eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him, and he began by saying to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled. That's the prophetic word. It's fulfilled. You remember I said that this season is a season in which the unfolding of the fulfillment of the prophetic word of our destiny begins to unfold. So the prophecy of Jesus as a, the Savior, the Messiah, begins to be unfolded. Then he says in verse twenty-two, he says, "All spoke, all spoke well of him, and were amazed at the they were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips." Is not this Joseph's son? They asked. You see, so you see, so so he was. Uh, they knew him as Joseph's son, but now he was completely transformed, and now he came into a new dimension. Uh, the prophecy of His life begins unfolding and he comes forth in a sense of high impact, remember I said that that uh, that that now in this season, what happened? I uh, remember I said that uh, you move from obscurity, obscurity to prominence with great impact. So it starts with impact, and as you read on, you find that uh, Jesus started now casting out demons, driving out the 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 the, the, the evil spirits and speaking with authority not like the pharisees so it starts out with great impact so that's what happens to you when you transition into the platform of, of destiny so you the when you ascend to the platform of destiny after the testing season so now you begin to come out with high impact which you could not have had if you had not gone through the preparation adequately to the fullness of time uh, then <coughs> the the other person that we can look at who comes who, who's also season of, my, of uh, uh, appearing or season of manifestation this season of ascent onto the platform of destiny uh, comes uh, 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 is Moses so concerning Moses in Exodus chapter 3 after the Lord had appeared to him in a burning bush that was not being consumed this is what the Lord told him in from verse 7 Exodus chapter 3 from verse 7 to 10 he says the Lord said the cry of the of the Israelites has reached me, and I have seen the way the Egyptians are oppressing them. So now I am sending so now go. I am sending you to Pharaoh to bring my people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. You see, so God tells him so now God gives him the assignment for of his his life assignment, his destiny. Moses had escaped from Egypt, and he had been in the wilderness for 40 years. It seemed like his life would never change. He would just remain in obscurity because he was a fugitive, having murdered an Egyptian. But now, God comes and pulls him out of that place and ushers him, thrusts him into a major assignment of bringing out the Israelites from Egypt, to the Promised Land supernaturally through the wilderness uh, area. So there's an illustration of the transition. So you see, you see the transitions the way they happened, God orchestrated uh, a way in which jo- uh, Joseph could come out as a solution by interpreting Pharaoh's dream, and then he he ascended to become second in command, and he opened the door for Jesus also to come uh, according to the prophecy, and Jesus began fulfilling his purpose, and Moses also. God came to him supernaturally and called him for his uh assignment. See. So that's what happens. It's supernatural transition. It's not something you fight for. It's when you have completed the test. God opens the door. God shifts you from obscurity to the, to the uh limelight to prominence. God begins to uh unleash the the to release the harvest for the seeds you have been you sowed. So this is at uh, this season of our uh, manifestation. This season of appearing is. This is a, a very uh busy season. The free and flexible time that you might have had during your season of waiting in the wilderness is greatly diminished. You might have had some flexibility at lower levels, or if you're at a place whereby you are confined, like you see Joseph in prison, or Moses taking care of a few sheep, uh, of, which uh, belongs to the to the his father-in-law Jethro, Notta. Uh, like the way he was now leading the israelites when he shift to leading the israelites he has a very uh, a great task in his hand a very high level of responsibility you see also when when david came from leading the the men uh, that he was raising in the wilderness of when saul was chasing him he comes to lead the whole of israel and judah see so this so when you transition from the wilderness into the season in which you appear on the platform of destiny for your fulfillment your purpose, it becomes a very se- busy season. So if you're in the season of testing and you have time, this is the time to spend in prayer and fasting, the time to spend in personal development, learning everything that you can learn. It's a time to build your, your, your capacity, to allow your mindset to be transformed, to be fruitful, to be faithful with the little to take advantage of that time because when the shift happens, you will not have that time and you will miss it. So this season, this season requires great self-discipline and self-management to thrive because of the kind of things that responsibility are placed to you and you'll find yourself in a place where maybe you may be a very high leader or you may be in a place whereby you have to manage yourself. You're not being managed or if you're a senior person. So it's a place whereby... Uh, you also need to have this self-discipline and self-management because uh, you will need to maintain a vibrant relationship with God. Because what I've I've also noticed is that when people become busy, they relegate God to the back. They no longer pray, they no longer fast, they no longer spend time in the Word because of the busy. And the very thing that they are praying for, the promise, is the thing that distracts them. So you have to be aware the transition will be a transition into a busy season. And that's why you need to dig very deep wells in God, in the word, in prayer, in, in personal development, in because you're not going to have a lot of time. So you'll have to have discipline and set aside time to prioritize God. Everything that you have been trained and tested, uh, everything that you have been trained and tested in, in the, in the season of training and the season of the The wilderness will be useful in this season some of the things that you you may not even realize god has worked in you all of those things are going to be useful the things that you went through they're going to be relevant some of the things will just constitute the formation of your story your narrative so that when you begin to say your story it has perspectives and experiences and the the illustrations of how you used principles to surmount certain challenges to prevail over limitations, huh? and if it is maybe a capacity in other areas, maybe you you grew so much in prayer and in, in capacity to intercede, so you find that now you have a very high capacity to for spiritual warfare, or you sharpened your skill in terms of speaking and uh, training and teaching. Or in dealing with high-level relation with certain kind of relationships, so now when you move to a high dimension, you find that your skills will be useful, your experiences, your background. Sometimes people will only listen to you because they can identify with that, the pain that you have gone through. They can identify with that because they see that what they have gone through, you have also gone through. You can understand them. It's not just theoretical. So everything you have been tested and training will be useful: the skills, the knowledge, the wisdom. The anointing, it will be used. This season constitutes a redefinition of relationships to fit your kingdom assignment. So the shift of relationships starts during the wilderness season. That's why I mentioned one of the tests you go through is the separation test. Or you can call it the isolation test where God begins to separate you from where you have come from. Like the way he did for for Joseph uh, or for Moses when he left Egypt. So, so after that, you're, well, now you're in the wilderness seemingly alone or with certain people in that place, like Joseph was with other prisoners. When he was in Potiphar's house, he was with the other servants. But now when he is promoted to become second in command, his relationships change completely. He can no longer be in the same level with the prisoners. He can no longer connect uh, in a day-to-day basis with the servants, like the ones in Potiphar's house. He's shifted to a new dimension jesus the one who now they are saying is in this joseph's uh, son he is he, he shifts to another dimension where he associates with his disciples the ones he's raising he can no longer associate with the people who are in the familiar uh who have an unhealthy familiarity towards him see so moses also when he's called by god now to go and deliver the israelites he can no longer associate with other shepherds he's now going to be at a new dimension with with the elders of israel and with uh, uh, other young men like Joshua who will raise. So there will be a shift of relationships to match your destiny. So if you are seeing your relationships being disconnected or you are seeing your transformation making you incompatible with certain people in your relational sphere, know that uh, God is processing you and and preparing you because when you ascend to the platform of destiny, you will have a complete shift in most of your relationships. And the problem is that sometimes because people are so emotionally connected to their people, other people, they try to pull other people who are not in the same season with them to push them. But they can't, you cannot be able to do that because it's God who orchestrates your transition to the, n- the next dimension, having transformed you internally. The people have to go through the same kind of the trans- uh, transition if they have to operate at your dimension that you are being lifted to. So this season requires a complete shift of mindset. From being a steward of little to a steward to a manager of much remember one of the tests was there, the faithfulness test which is also stewardship a stewardship test handling little managing and being faithful with little and that uh, when you 're faithful in little the bible says you 'll be faithful with, with much so uh how does this uh now that this glorious season uh, that seems appealing to us uh There's a sense in which we have a sense of expectation and we wonder, how is it going to happen? What do I need to do? How does the shift from the season of testing to the season of ascent into your platform of destiny happen? A number of points. First, it is orchestrated by God, by the creation of a a great need or problem that needs to be solved on a highly strategic platform. God opens the door for you to appear at the scene where the problem will be solved. So you see like there was a problem in Pharaoh's court where Pharaoh had a dream and he could not understand. And uh, uh, God had already prepared Joseph and so he opened the door for Joseph to use his gift and his capacity that has been developed as a leader to explain what should be done. And so it was strategically orchestrated. Yeah, The same way when they initially David moved from uh, obscurity to the limelight, is that uh, what happened is that God is the one who orchestrated David being on the battlefield, just as a mere suppl- uh, messenger of supplies that uh, his father had asked him to send to the brothers. But as he came, he did not know that Goliath was there, but behind the scenes in the spiritual realm, it was God putting all the pieces on the chessboard to match for the checkmate to happen. It was God orchestrating the process for, Dave, for David to come to the fore. So this is what happens in this kind of start of a, a season. Uh, God opens the door for you to go and solve the problem. The, the, the problem. He either orchestrates it, or he, or uh, where there is an existing need now that exists, that uh, he now pulls you out from the obscurity to go and solve that need, like he did for Moses the Israelites were crying and they already in Egypt, so God now pulls him to go and solve that corporate problem. The other thing that happens in this, in, for the transition to happen is that God positions uh, a person who acts as a divine connection between your current position and the platform of destiny. A person works as a link. For instance, God has, had already introduced the cupbearer into prison with Joseph, and that's how he was able to remember joseph and say there was somebody who i met in prison who interpreted by dreaming that's what he told pharaoh and so now joseph was called to come and interpret the dream so he was asked a divine connection some there are many kinds of divine connection for some people the divine connection for like for example for for david when he was uh taking care of his father's sheep jesse the divine connection was samuel samuel came to a place to anoint david to become the next king see so uh, many times, uh, with the exception of situations like Moses, what happens is that there was a divine connection. Most of the time, God God introduces a person who acts as a link to introduce you to where you're supposed to be. Or, he, or what can happen is that you can find maybe for for instance, if you are a speaker, or if you are somebody who does something that other people watch, you will find God will okay strategically position somebody within the the the, the audience. To listen and that person is the person who holds the key between where you are and where you are supposed to be in terms of just linking you of course god is the one who carries the key but god uses the person god will not come down from heaven god uses the person to open the door for you to be able to enter into that dimension uh, uh, through a link of a person relationships of destiny it's a it's a divine connection it can also just be a, a relationship of destiny. somebody was there who Inform me about the opportunity. Who will introduce you to another person? Who will be the one who will open the door? The the those are some of the ways. The other ways is the other thing way in which the season uh, opens is that uh, 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 into the platform of this des- onto the platform of destinies that that is is this is this point that you need to note that the day that this shift happens, the day that the that your life changes for the rest that your that your realities change for the rest of your life through this transition from the wilderness to the season of manifestation starts like any other day any other ordinary day it starts like an ordinary day like when when uh Moses was going to tend his father's ship, he had no idea that that was a day he was going to be shifted uh, to he was going to be receive his uh uh, the mantle for his destiny to become the deliverer of Israel from uh, Egypt with the help of God through the wilderness so that he can go to Canaan. Also you find that Joseph was, had just a normal day in prison. He had, he had no idea that that was the day that God was going to open the door for him to become uh, the person who would provide the solution. Of interpretation of Pharaoh's dream and that he was going to become the second in command in egypt so it starts like an ordinary day the same way also for david it happened when he came from obscurity to the to the limelight. to the in the first instance uh, what happened is that uh, he did not know that he was going to meet goliath but that's the day that his life changed it's a day the, 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 it's a those that set of days is a is a, is a time that things has changed because he, he he spoke about uh, the ability, him being able to kill Goliath by asking what will be done for that person. And Saul was told by his intelligence officers. And then he came and spoke to David and David now went and fought Goliath and from that day, his uh, destiny changed. Even though Saul became jealous of him, eventually he came back and became king as he had been anointed. So the day that the, your life changes radically for the rest of your days, the rest of your life. It starts like any, any other ordinary, ordinary day. So having that kind of information, what you need to know is, is always live ready. Be prepared because you do not know. Always be a person of excellence. Be a person who is faithful. Remember I said faithfulness is, a, is consistency, commitment and excellence. So always be excellent because you don't know Whether this is the day that God has positioned the divine connection in the the crowd. You don't know whether this is the the day that you will be called to a platform where the problem you will need to solve is going to open the door into the season of manifestation. You don't know. So always be excellent, be committed, be consistent uh, so that uh, you will not miss that divine moment. I want to say also that uh, this season, as much as it's a glorious season, it may be less difficult. It may not be difficult like the wilderness season, because the wilderness season is the most difficult uh, season of a kingdom citizen's life. But the season of, uh, of ascent onto the platform of destiny, the season of manifestation, the season of appearing, I call this season. I say that as you now begin to navigate season, this season after you enter it, after the transition has, has uh, happened, and now you are busy and you're engaged and you are prospering and you're enjoying the fruits of from the seeds that you sowed. You, uh, what happens is that this season you can enter into, a, you can slip into a, a state of complacency. You can forget the Lord. You can forget. They need to be to be to have a certain kind of character, of integrity. So it's a most dangerous season, and that's why you find that before, uh, well, uh, before the Israelites went into the promised land, God uh, used Moses. To spend a lot of time in terms of grounding them in the Word, He taught them many laws: what they should comply in it, what they should not do when they go into the Promised Land, how they should not intermarry with the nations, and many other things that they should do, because He was reminding them about being grounded in God, about being uh, about remaining uh, faithful in the fear of the Lord, consistent, because so that they will live long in the land. And if I can just read one of the excerpts uh, from the book of Deuteronomy about this, uh, is Deuteronomy chapter eight, from uh, verse uh, ten. The scripture says this. He says, uh, uh, Moses was now speaking to the Israelites. When you have eaten and satisfied, and when you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord your God for the good land He has given you. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe His commands his laws and his decrees that I am giving you this day. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your herds and flocks grow large, and your silver and gold increase, and all you have is multiplied. You see, all these good things happening in this season. Eh? Then it says, then your heart will become proud, and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. He led you through the vast and dreadful desert, that thirsty and waterless land, with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of the hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in the desert, something your fathers had never known, to humble you and to test you, so that in the end it might go well with you. You may say to yourself, "My power and my and the strength of my hands have produced this world." You see, this is the kind of the mindset that begins to uh, come to you if you're complacent, if you neglect your relationship with God in the wilderness, huh? uh, in, in, uh, after the wilderness, in, the season, in this season of manifestation, and in this season of uh, uh, on the, new, the platform of your destiny. Uh, So it says that you may say to yourself, you may now begin to say this thing, that you may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant with uh, which he swore to your forefathers as it is today. If you ever forget the Lord your God and follow other gods and worship and bow down to them, I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed like the nations the uh, like the nations the lord destroyed before you so you will be destroyed for not obeying the lord your god see so if you be you 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 sleep into complacency if you cease to 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 be consistent in your relationship with god that now you have become busy so now you have relegated your uh, you are you are you've the, you have relegated that you are investment in the Word of God. Your investment, even in podcasts, listening to podcasts like this, or reading books, that will build you up uh, in the kingdom affairs and in character. You have neglected your prayer life. You have neglected the fellowship of the saints. You have neglected service of the say uh, in the body of Christ. And now you become you feel like the other one was accomplished much. And your heart becomes proud because things have grown. And you feel like you can never come down. The Bible was, is giving us a warning there. That if you forget, there are going to be negative consequences. You will begin coming down. The same God who lifts you up is the same God who can bring you down. Who can allow you to come down. Especially because of pride. The scriptures speak about pride goes before destruction and a hot spirit before a fall. So, there, So to enhance longevity and stability... Because of this dangerous nature of the season, uh, from the dimension of if you are not, uh, if you don't remain consistent in character, in wealth, in capacity, in God centeredness, in having the, the kingdom first, then uh, that, then the, to have longevity and stability, you need to do these uh, three things. One is be grounded in God. Be grounded in, in God. How? Be grounded in the Word of God and your relationship with Him. Be grounded. You see, Moses spent a lot of time making the Israelites understand that they will have to observe the commands of the Lord. They will have to keep his decrees. That was the way about grounding. You find Jesus, when he came from the wilderness, he was so grounded in the word that every temptation that was presented to him by Satan, he countered it by the correct interpretation of scripture. So be grounded, remain grounded. And even throughout his ministry, you see everything that Jesus responded and dealt with, he always say it is written. He'll always say about what the scriptures are from the Old Testament were saying because he was now the, the, the one who introduced the New Testament, the New Covenant. So be grounded in the word of God and your relationship with him. Make you sure your prayer life, your word life, your listening to God, your connection with other believers your submission to authority within the kingdom, service, remain consistency. Don't make yourself that you're now so busy you'll no longer be associated with them. You will begin to come. You'll be sowing seeds of your downfall. The second thing you need to do is be grounded in character. Be a person of integrity. So when you begin to, to uh, be in this... Because when you get money and you get power... You you may begin to have a sense of carelessness, of removing boundaries. And now maybe you begin to do things you're not supposed to do. Whether it's to do with money, it's to do with sex, it's to do with misuse of power, or any other way in which you violate integrity, violate the principles of the kingdom, the values of the kingdom. And you've failed now to observe these commands. What Moses was telling the Israelites is what is going to happen to you. You're going to be sowing seeds of destruction. You have seen many people who rise to the top to higher levels after they have been lifted, then they come, then they begin coming down, or they forget the Lord, they become proud. And God and the Bible says God opposes the proud. He do not does not just hate pride, he opposes them. Yeah? So the, which brings us to the third thing that you need to do is shun pride, fight pride in your life. Ask God to help you to overcome pride. Because even you yourself may not realize that you have become proud when you now accomplish many things remember as i read in Deuteronomy chapter 8 one of the things that moses was telling them uh, was uh, uh, in verse uh, uh, when when you were saying in verse 17 he's saying you may say to yourself my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me and it's god who has helped you so you have become proud or you may or in verse 12 you're saying that otherwise when you eat and are satisfied and when you build fine houses and settle down, and when your hearts and flocks grow large and your silver and gold increase, and all you have is multiplied. You see all that kind of increase. Then he says, Then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. And the one also take them through the desert. So you have to fight pride. You have to uh, work with God to allow God to discern, to shine his light of his Word and his spirit, and to have people around you are accountable, accountability or mentors or other accountability, uh, the accountability of a kingdom community to ensure that you remain grounded in truth, that you are consistent. And you realize because of this kind of dangers, this is why you go through the wilderness season, to be processed in terms of character. In addition to capacity, worldview, and fruitfulness, your integrity, your character has to be formed so that you will last long, so that you will stay long in the land, so that you will not forget the Lord, so that your agenda, you know you have been sent there to that position, uh, that strategic platform of destiny. You are been sent there for your kingdom assignment, to do what God wants to be done. And what you'll find that when you enter into this uh, season, if you are faithful, God will, be, will continue to promote you and to lift you. There are various faces until you come to a place that is called convergence, where you'll find in this season, it may not just be one position, but it may be a sphere, this sphere, that season of, uh, of, uh, of uh, being on the platform of destiny. You'll find that uh, you'll rise to a place whereby your entire gift mix and your history match the position, match the assignment because you have all along been prepared. That's why I say that everything that you go through, everything that you're tested in and you're trained in, it is going to be useful. Your story is going to be useful. Everything about you is going to be useful. So you will reach a place progressively as you in this season. You're going to progress. This will not happen when you're still in the season of testing. It will happen when you have already, the doors have opened under the platform of destiny strategically. And then as you grow, and you grow and you serve you find yourself everything connects your history your gift mix it connects with the position that's why some people call it convergence you see like Joseph he, his role as, a, as a, a serving in Potiphar's house in a, 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 was a servant and in prison was a, a servant also as a, a, he, he was a leader servant leader Or rather, a leader of servants, and the same also, he was also a a leader of prisoners. But he had a gift of dreams, he was so he was not called to become somebody who is going to be, he was not called, he he was not now called into his kingdom assignment to become somebody who's interpret dreams, who'll become a prophet. You are in that sense, he was called now to become the second command in Egypt. So, the combination of all his gifts, the prophetic dimension. The leadership skills that he has had, the character that has been formed in him, his transformed mindset—that's what now made him function in that position. And even the processing for David. David, he started off as somebody who was an excellent in as a, in terms of s- uh, sling, had a, uh, could use the sling while well, and that's why he killed the Goliath using a sling, backed by the supernatural power of God. And but he was not—it's not, uh, not the sling that helped him to be to become a king. He was built up in many dimensions through the process of the wilderness and through the exposure. Even as a harpist, even as a musician, as he was singing before Saul, those are not the gifts that were used. Everything came to a place whereby that they were that he came to a position of being king, where the combination of all that gift mixed fit fit into his position. So, so it will not just be one. It may not just be one gift that will define where you are going to be, how your platform of destiny will look like. It is going to be a combination of them. It's going to be a a correlation between your gifts, your history, that's your experiences, you have gone for the training and the testing, and it will fit, all that will fit into your position. So, that's the season of ascent, onto the platform of destiny which some people call the season of manifestation or the season of appearing and it's what i know many people are waiting for and we all desire to get there to fulfill purpose so as we conclude this uh, episode i'd like you to to ask yourself this that to what extent to reflect on this to what extent are you prepared for the sudden shift from the season of testing onto the strategic platform of destiny based on what I've explained here and maybe even based a bit on what I'd speak about the test that I said you go through I talked in the various episodes previous episodes about the test that you go through in the wilderness season so when you are, from what you have heard today about the, the season of ascent onto the platform of destiny to what extent are you ready for this sudden shift this day that will come at a, uh, this shift that will come at a day like is it that will be an ordinary day that you never even expected will happen, but that you need to be ready. Are you ready for that kind of a supernatural shift? By God, with the help of God, because the the way it happens is the favor of God is what transports you into that dimension. It's not something you fight for. It's God who opens the door by favor. If you have been blessed by this episode and I've said a lot of things you can listen to it again to internalize it and share the same with a friend or a family member or even on your social media platform and if you have not subscribed subscribe so that you don't miss f- future episodes and give us feedback on, from on the podcast flat, platform that you are listening uh, to this uh, episode from or through our the email address provided or the social media platforms that have been provided, the accounts that have been provided in the show notes. I pray for you that the Lord will guide you and help you as you're going through the wilderness, if you're still there, or you're still being trained and you're about to be tested, and now you're, or you're being tested and you're now about to go into the, the season of manifestation. I pray for you that God will help you. To, 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 to wait until this transition happens and that will help you to be grounded in his word, to be grounded in character and to remain in humility and to be accountable and to focus on the kingdom assignment that you are called to fulfill your destiny. In our next episode, I'm going to speak about the last stage on the path of purpose. May God bless you and increase you in every way.